Hey Gems, welcome to another episode of the Break the Mold podcast. I'm your host Latanya and I also go by Lady L. I'm an image consultant and creator of At Her Best Style. Keep in mind that change is never comfortable. You are going to hear sensitive topics within this podcast. Some topics may resonate with your personal life, but the topics discussed aren't meant to offend anyone. They are to bring personal healing and growth. In order to heal, you must first accept accountability for your role and be open and willing to hear the truth. Not the filtered truth, but the entire truth. Now understand, when you're dealing with the truth, truth sometimes is never easy to accept, but it is the only way to get a breakthrough to your healing. This is why, again, I stress this podcast is for people who are ready for change, for people who are ready to deal with the things that may be holding them back and the sensitive issues we all face. You are not alone. We are all dealing with sensitive issues in our own walks. What you're hearing along with these topics someone else may have encountered or conquered. Life brings so many different situations. We've all had different experiences. We've all acquired different traits from the generations before us. So again, there are a lot of sensitive topics that we will discuss. Just be mindful and don't take anything personally. Don't internalize a lot of the information that you are hearing. If it resonates, recognize the issue and change it for the better. Don't internalize that you take it as a personal attack on you. If you hear a topic that resonates with you, look at it as God's way of bringing you to this topic so you can deal with it, heal from it, and conquer it. So you are no longer a victim to it and become a conqueror. If you hear any subject matter within this podcast and you start to feel attacked or you feel offended, take a moment to pause the episode and tell yourself this is not personal and I should not be taking this personally. These are just tools to help me with what's really bothering me. And if the subject is really bothering me, then it is something that I need to be seeking help on. Rather, it be in counseling or talking amongst positive peers and people who can genuinely help me to overcome this. I want my listeners to think of me as a big sister and we are having an intimate conversation because that is exactly what this is. If you and I were sitting in a room across from each other and you brought me an issue that was pressing on your heart, we would be having a discussion like this so that we can help you get to the bottom of the issue and heal. Again, I'm rooting for you all and let's get to the episode. Well, give me just a moment. Let me take a sip of some water. Well, hey, everybody. So you guys haven't gotten the episode from me in a little moment. Sorry. Um, let me apologize in advance if my voice sounds a little groggy because I have been utilizing my voice <laughs> a lot, 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 lot. And so hopefully my voice just won't fail me, but I'm going to still get on this mic, okay? So it's just going to be a little groggy, but we'll get through it. But um, I didn't leave you guys. So I have actually recorded a couple of episodes and I just hold off before I said I was going to go ahead and release them. This episode that we are um doing now is one that I've been wanting to do for a while. But I feel like with this one, I had to just kind of collect my data and my thoughts before I did this one. Because I feel like this one was going to be such a um a turning point 
and um, a shift for where um, I want conversation to go. And um, I think it's ready. (laughs) So I'm not going to hold you up. There's so much to talk about. So I just want to go ahead and get into this episode. And let's just start here. So I recently asked the question, can we respectfully accept each other's differences and still coexist? I think when it comes to communication, the fact is sometimes you just aren't going to agree on viewpoints. And we've been watching this play out. On, of course, on social media, in real life, society, just so much is going on. So many different topics has arose within these past two months. But here's where the balance comes in. Having a difference in opinion and perspective versus enforcing your beliefs on others. So I'm going to repeat that. So when trying to find a balance in situations like this, this is what you're going to look at. View number one, having a difference in opinion and perspective versus enforcing your beliefs on others. There is a difference. So I'm going to tackle this subject because this is one of the heated debates and topics that's going on right now in the country. And I, I'm like one, I'm like this before I jump on something, I like to try to really, really get an understanding of what's really going on because I felt like when this topic happened, we got, um, emotional response. And such a topic like this is going to lead to an emotional response. Why? Because what I just said, a lot of people are going to have difference of opinions and different perspectives. And we're going to talk about why is that? Why is it we have difference of opinions and different perspectives? So let's break down the abortion topic. And I'm not going to talk about it from the aspect of how everybody else is talking about it. Because if you know me, I don't like the world with the crowd. I like to go the opposite way because that's just what I do. So everybody's talking about it from one aspect. Let's look at it from a different perspective. Here's where the situation went left in my perspective. You have a sector of individuals that don't feel seen, value, or heard when it comes to their opinion. It doesn't matter what side of the subject you're on because the fact remains you're going to have some folks who are in agreement and some against it. And why? Because we have a difference in opinions based on our perspectives. And I haven't even touched, 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 touched on that yet. But I need you to understand this. So I'm going to repeat what I just said. The fact remains, you're going to have some folks who are in agreement and some who are against the issue. And the reason for this 
it's because it's because we have individual values. Keyword of today, if you don't learn anything in this podcast episode, you're going to learn values. Okay, so let's break down values. Okay, values mean, this is the definition. Values equivalents to what's important to you, the individual. My values are going to be different from my neighbor's values. My values are going to be different from my friend's values, maybe. It depends. It depends on who you hang with. Mm. And see, now that's where it can get tricky. But we're going to go there. My values can be different from the woman next to me. My values can be different from the guy across from me. Why? Because we all value different things. We are all at different seasons in our lives. This is why we can't have conversations sometimes. Have you ever been in a room and a subject comes up? And there's this vast of opinions about the topic at hand. And we all can't seem to get on one accord with it, right? And it's okay. We're not going to always agree, like I said in the beginning. There's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is when you're trying to force your opinion on someone else, it's like because I disagree with you, you can't be like, okay, well, I see your I see where you're coming from on that based upon the season of life you're in, your experiences, and me looking outside of myself, I can see where you may be coming from with that. That's how we should be communicating. But a lot of times it don't go like that. It's I have an opinion. And I'm forcing my opinion on everybody in the room. And I get mad if you don't agree with the way I see things. And that's kind of what has happened with this abortion topic. Values are so important. Because depending on the stage you are in the season you are in life, your values are going to constantly change. I know I might sound redundant on this, but I am 40 years old and the values I had as a woman in my 30s are completely different as a woman in my 40s. And coming into my 40s, I took time and I sat with myself and I literally wrote out what it is that I value. And I remember when I was writing this out, And I said, oh, my God, my values have shifted and changed so much. It freaked me out. I think when you're in your 20s, you value certain things because you you haven't experienced certain things as well. And then when you shift to maybe your 30s, because you've had a little experience, now you're like, no, nah, I don't think I really I want that. I think I value this more than this because, see, my mindset wasn't quite there yet. So my values have shifted now. And this is why I believe we have a hard time 
of trying to learn people and understand people as where they are in life. Because a lot of times we can't see anything beyond our perspective or where we are in life. Especially if you didn't have the experience that someone else had. Someone can be more seasoned than you. I can have a conversation with another woman, but I might have some experience that this woman hasn't had. So I might bring a different perspective to the situation or the conversation. They might try to (laughs) argue me down that my perspective is wrong. And that's their opinion. But we got to be careful also with that too. You sometimes, you got to be open. I like to say, call them gems. But you got to be open sometimes to hear something new. It's like with life experiences, right? A lot of us are stuck where we're at because we're afraid to try something new. A lot of us hold ourselves back because we don't want to hear something new. I said it before on my At Her Best Style page. I said part of our problem right now is we got people who are stuck in the past when we got another half of people in this world who are trying to move forward. And it's the same thing with the abortion topic. So I want to get back to that. And then we're going to go into some of these other sectors because I definitely want to talk about the subject of dating. But Let's resume, shall we? Now, I will say this. I feel like it's wrong to impose a law on people based upon your individual beliefs. This is where we get in tricky waters when it comes to free will or freedom of speech. We can disagree For the people who have a problem with abortions and say they're immoral and all these things, that's your opinion. And that's fine. But just because that's your opinion, we shouldn't turn your opinion into a law that now impacts everybody else. Because somebody else's opinion may be different from yours. And just because you guys don't see it eye to eye. That does not give you the right to create a law that impacts everybody else because now you're taking away my freedom of speech. Now you have created a law that says what can happen to my body and and saying I can't say I have no right over options and choices with my own body. Now, of course, with the abortion situation, it goes deeper than that. Some people can only see it as, oh, well, it's it's just taking away a life. But I think because this. Abortion carries a stigma. With it. And not all abortion cases arise from negligence or irresponsibilities or you know going into that sector sometimes people are put in compromising positions hold against their will i'm speaking of like rapes those situations which is unfair then you have the other sector 
where somebody got pregnant purposely, but their health is jeopardized. Sometimes when a woman gets pregnant, they don't know the complications that may arise during that pregnancy. And sometimes that may be the only option they have. If you're sitting here and someone says, look, these are your options. It's either you're not going to make it if you continue this pregnancy. Your child may not make it. Or worse, the both of you may not make it. How can you impose a law on that? I would love the opportunity to try again with my husband if I ever got into that situation. We can try again. But if I'm not here, that's not an option. That risk taking a mother away from, what if a mother already has a family from her other kids? There's so many things are on the borderline where there's just so many things. And I think sometimes we just see sometimes just our opinion and we're so stern on our opinion that we don't take the time out to just pause and really see it for what it is because you're so passionate about your opinion and your beliefs. And there's nothing wrong about having passion about your beliefs. But we got to be mature enough to see other situations too. How does my belief impact someone else? Somebody else may not be living life the way I did. I may have had life this way and they may have had life this way. And if you never get out of your bubble... And if you never experience life outside of the realms of what you've always knew, you don't know what life is like on the other side. And I think so much of what we're going through in the pandemic is a shift too with that because there's people who are used to maybe being here, up, and now they're shifted to learning what it's like to be on the other side on the low end spectrum. There's people who've been on the low end spectrum who are now being elevated up. So we can see what life is like on both ends of the spectrum for each other. Because it's easy to formulate an opinion or a belief on something when we haven't walked the shoes of another. That's why I always say stay in your lane. (laughs) That's why I say for me, competition is not really a thing because I know me. And that just comes with self-assurance. And I know my journey. My journey is not the next person's journey. So no matter what society may have it look like, oh, we're in competition because we do the same business or we're in competition because of this or oh, it's one goal. We're all trying to meet this competition. No, it's not. It's really not. Because your story is different from my story. I'm in a different season of life than you are. We will never be at the same place at the same time. Because we go through different experiences at the same place, at the same time. 
even in job situations, two people may be going for the same position, but two, but both of those people will have different experiences. The job was created for one person. At the end of the day, it's still one person who's going to get it. And it is going to be the better person. It, I mean, you can look at it like competition as you want, but it's not. It's like you can apply to it. But at the end of the day, the credentials is going to say what it is. It's like this person experience, this person's background, who's the most qualified for it. You can put the label competition on it. I'm not going to put competition on it because it's just like, yo, who qualifies? Somebody's going to disqualify. We'll talk about competition another day, though, because that's a whole nother episode. Because I do always say that, and I want people to understand what I mean by that, but, like, there's no competition. We're going to talk about it, but we're going to stick on values right now. But you see how all this stuff connects? Everything that I say, if you notice in my episodes, they always intertwine and come back. Because when you, mm, we haven't even gotten into it. When you come to building a foundation, this is what people are lacking. This stuff intertwines. This stuff connects. There's no way you cannot come back to it. Because it's going to play out in some situation as we're seeing now, again, with this abortion situation. So I go back and I also say with this. Everyone is not going to agree with you. But you can't be so self-righteous that you disregard someone else's point of view and try to create a law to uphold your point of view. That's where we're crashing heads at. When you have a person who doesn't feel seen and heard, it will create havoc, trouble, chaos. What we have now. People are pretty much just screaming at you and saying, I don't feel heard. I don't feel seen. That's why we having protests. That's why we have riots. That's why we having this outrage right now. It's because you went behind my back and created a law because you believed in something and you didn't even try to take in my opinion on it. You don't have to, they're, they're screaming on the other side saying, you don't have to agree with me. But to take my rights away with me just because you believe in something different from me to make your belief more valid than mine, it's morally wrong. That's all they're saying. So until you walk somebody else's shoes, you can't tell them how to handle their situations. How many times have you been through that? I know I have. How many times have you had people try to butt their two cents in you going through something and they try to tell you how to handle it, what to do and what they would do? Well, if I was in your shoes, I would have handled it like this. No, you wouldn't. You know why? Because after the situation is all said and done, you're looking at what happened, what occurred, how I handled it, and now you want to tell me how you would have handled my situation? You are in my situation. 
So it's easy for you to tell somebody else how they would handle it. Like, let me give you guys a scenario. A few months ago, there was this lady viral that she had her car parked. And she was outside and this car had road rage. She was outside of her car at this moment. The car tried to run her over. He started backing up the car, trying to run her over. She didn't even know the car was coming to do that until like, I guess like he got like right there on her and she realized, oh my God, he's trying to run me over. So she tried to get out the way. She ran up on a neighbor's yard in the grass and he would um, reverse the car, start it up again and try to go in her direction. Like just trying to literally like run her down, run her over. In the yard, there was another vehicle and then there was a porch. And then people I watched in the comments, they were like, well, she should have jumped on that porch. Well, if I was her, I would have jumped on the car. First of all, if you look at the video, she didn't know that porch was behind her. All she see is the car coming at her. So in her shoes, you wouldn't have jumped on the porch either because in that instance, all you thinking is get out the way. This car is trying to run you over. And then when you go left, he runs, he um backs up and tries to go where you're going and so you're trying to go right she did what was appropriate she was trying to get out the way but people like why she didn't get on the car why she didn't get in it you be in her shoes within those few seconds and and see what you would have did you would have did the same thing that's where grace comes in people we love to tell people what we would do in their shoes and we don't give grace Remember, every great person, someone had to blaze the trail. Someone had to go before you to allow you opportunities. So you can't say what somebody what you would do in somebody else's shoes. So let's take it back to the voting situation, okay? Because lack of votes is also why we're in some of these situations that we are in now. So many people have given up on the voting process. So we're not even getting the votes where we need to have the votes at. People are not showing up in primary elections. People are not getting involved in their communities and trying to see who's on the ballot or even doing the work so that they themselves can get on the ballot or help somebody else in the community that's actually doing the work get on the ballot. Hello, come on, let's talk about it. And then we get into pickles like this. And I just don't think our generation, and I say our, I'm talking about everybody, I'm hitting generation z hey i'm hitting all of us our generation if you are alive today i'm saying our generations everyone alive today i don't think we value the access to vote because we didn't have to endure what our ancestors did when our ancestors sat at there at lunch counters when our ancestors sat on buses so we can sit our butts down on a bus when they got holes down, when they march, when they got spitted on, when they went through the fires for us just to have these rights, we are so un- we're ungrateful, so ungrateful because we didn't have to go through their pain. We didn't have to go through what they went through and we don't appreciate it. It, it goes back to that model, you know, like what you don't work for, you don't appreciate. 
it's the same thing to apply to the boat. Because we didn't work for it, we don't appreciate the value. There's that word again, value. We don't appreciate the value of the vote. Sometimes privileges and things have to get taken away so we can understand the way of the value on the thing. Sometimes we don't appreciate people in our lives until they're gone. And then we realize, oh my God, I miss this person. I miss this aspect of this person. You didn't value what you have because you didn't know what you had at that time. That's that word again, value. Value is so important. So while we're arguing with each other, let's sit down and let's really, really, let's really, really get to the root of this. Because this has sparked conversation and it was going to and it should. But like I said, it's, it goes back to also emotional intelligence and what you value. People value different things. So yes, if I value my life, my health or my options, I'm going to be very opinionated and voice about this abortion situation. People don't feel value seen and heard. That's the real problem in it. I'm not even going to go into gun laws and stuff like that because you've just told a, a nation of people that we value more that you can carry guns than we value this. So why do you think we got crickets on the 4th of July? What did the 4th of July st- used to stand for why are we going to celebrate independence when i just feel like my independence was taken away i don't feel value in this nation i don't feel value in this country that's how certain people are feeling i'm not speaking all the way personally i'm just speaking for the voiceless right now and saying that's how people are feeling they may not can say it but that's how they're genuinely feeling i'm now not feeling value here First of all, if you really want to go back to it, some people, we were brought here against our will in the first place. I'm talking to my African-American persuasions. You brought me here. I'm here. So what's up? This is America. But how can America be America if we're so divided? We got other countries against us. We're at war with other countries. But if we are at war with ourselves in our own country and so divided, how can we war against the other countries when we can't even come together? We just open our stuff to be infiltrated. The other countries are watching us and like, well, they don't even get along. They don't even agree. They, you know, like they ain't even on the same page. We're an easy target. We don't like each other. Do you not see that? Do you not see this? So I'm going to go on to another subject. 
But I want to close this before I go to this. I want to say this. Again, it took me a while to address this because I wanted to make sure I listened to all sides and gather consensus on both sides to see what was really going on. I don't like to jump in. I like to just kind of get an overview of what's going on so we can really get to the root of the problem and really fix it. But I will say this. I understand why people reacted the way they did on the first day. But now let me give you a solution to always remember this no matter what comes about when emotions are involved it's hard to hear anything or gain logic if you always react from an emotional standpoint no one can hear you and it's hard to gain logic it doesn't make your feelings not valid because you should have feelings. You should have emotions. But we can talk about healthy ways to get those feelings and emotions out. And then when you got a clear understanding and a clear head, and it's, it might take a minute, like something like that come out. It's going to take a minute. It might take you a, a day. It might take you two days. It may take you a week to get centered. But don't do something you're going to regret why you're in that emotional standpoint wait till you cool off and then attack the issue with logic okay so now we're gonna have a little fun but then we're gonna go into another subject okay so i want to talk about my girl because y'all know I love me some Janet. That's my sis. And she just slayed the Essence Fest stage. Okay. But a few months ago, she released her documentary that gave us an intimate view of her life. One thing that came out was her relationship with JD. I know everybody's looking at me like, mm, she's talking about JD. I'm not going there. <laughs> so. I did joke about it on social media um, recently. And I said, JD, I'm coming to get you. But, you know, I'm, I was just joking, joking. But no, when I see you, though, boy, I'm going to give you that eye. I might not jump on you, but I'm going to give you that eye, okay? Okay? Just got to. But <laughs> I didn't want to touch it then. Like, because when the documentary came out, there was so much to absorb from that documentary. Because, y'all, I love me some Janet. Um... And it was just so many wild moments in that moment for me. And I know my journey and my life and I know my foundation and what I was built on. And Janet is a huge part of my life story. And you will learn that as time comes on. Some of you know some of it, but you really, really don't know. You really, really don't know. She's a huge chunk of my life story. And um, it makes me love her more. It makes me just want to hug her more. Like. There's so much depth to her. And I don't have to know her business and our business. I don't want to. I love what I just know. But for her to open that up, I was like, wow. I had to really sit with that and give that situation some time and really try to understand what happened between the two. And what better way than now to speak on it? 
because after everything that Janet has been through, she's at the height of her game. She's been that girl. She's still that girl. And to go through all of that, Janet represents a lot of us. And not just saying this because I admire Janet. Janet does represent me. Janet helped me understand even some past seasons of my own life. Just watching that story. Of go through, you know, go through it. Janet showed us that she's a girl and she's a woman just like the rest of us. It don't matter who you are and what you possess and what you bring to the table sometimes. You can be that gem. And it can be the wrong person or the wrong time. Right? As simply put, JD just wasn't ready for that. Um, I think sometimes when you're used to dating a certain caliber and um, you had Janet, who she was ready. You know, she's ready. She's ready for commitment, ready for this and stuff like that. I think it opened him up to a different world. I think um, he's like he said himself, now I was getting women I'm not used to getting. Mm. And you got to be careful with that. So now these may be women he was used to want to talk to in the past, but he never had an opportunity with it. But now because of the girl on his arm, it has now opened up a door to other possibilities. So this is where I want to talk about values. Because there's a lot of talk about dating lately, okay? It's all over. Why? Because we are living in an era where men and women can't get along. We don't understand each other. A lot of people don't know what the other one needs. And you can't generalize it because everybody, again, values different things. We are in different seasons of life. So when you are giving your opinion on, like, or I should say this, when people are giving their opinions on their dating preferences, be respectful. Everybody's preferences is going to be different. Why? Because again, we are in different seasons of life and we all value different things. A 40-year-old may have different values in a mate than a 20-year-old. Different seasons. Experience is our greatest teacher. Okay? So for my young ladies, be careful not to be offended when a gentleman says, you're not my type. Or you wouldn't be the type that I would date. It does not mean you are not worthy. It just means you don't fit their list of values and standards that they're looking for. I think sometimes we don't know how to differentiate the difference between the two. When And this can go for a guy too. When someone says, I'm sorry, 
you're just not my type. Or let's take it back to New Edition, because I know y'all been listening to the New Edition lately, right? You know that song? Oh, girl, I'm sorry. You're just not my kind of girl, but you're the kind of girl. <laughs> I ain't going to go there. But, you know, I mean, think about the song if you really break it down. The dude was just in a different season of life. He was kind of more in player mode season, right? He was in that season where, like, I just want a girl who's going to be fun. I just want the girl who, you know, I can go out, kick you with, have a good time, don't want nothing serious with. But you are a girl I see more with. I envision more with you. You the type of girl that I would settle down for. Don't get it twisted now. You are my type. You, but I'm just not in that season, like, right now. The season I'm in right now, I want the fun girl. I want that fun girl who ain't about nothing serious. But I respect you enough to say you're just not my type right now but I don't want you to I don't want you to have that to have a reflection on your self-value and your self-worth because you are my type just I just know in maturely I'm not where you need to be I'm not where I need to be right now for your for you so it's not you it like he said it's not your looks because you're very pretty it's not your smile Okay, it's not those things. You have what you have all the makings. You have everything. But I'm just not in that mode right now. Right now, I got some things. He's saying, girl, I got some things I got to work out. You know, like right now, I don't have what it is to give. I don't have the capacity to give that to a relationship. I don't have the capacity to give that to a commitment. I'm not the monogamous type right now that you're looking for. Right now, I'm looking for the girl who ain't looking to settle down. Like, you know, can we keep it real? <laughs> Y'all, can we keep it real? But a lot of times what I found with my ladies is some can't handle rejection. And it comes from different things. It also comes with how you value yourself. You can't impose someone else's values on you. That's why you have to know what you value and what you stand for and what are your individual standards. Because you might not be his type will be a blessing for you in disguise. But it don't take away from what you are. But the problem is we look at a situation like, damn, I'm not good enough. And then you start critiquing yourself. And then low self-confidence come in. And then um, you start... Dimming your light, you start not showing up as yourself, and then you start seeing the girl that he is interested in, which is the fun girl over here. So now you're going to change up who you are. You're going to change every great thing about you to try to mirror what this girl is bringing to the table because that's what he's interested in, the fun girl over there. The girl who don't got her together, let's just be honest. The girl who... Dating him and dating her and dating, she dating, she dating him, she dating her, she dating them, she dating everybody, okay? And so you think, I'm in competition with them, so I got to change who I am and be in the ebb and flow of what they doing and change up who I am because that's what he's interested in. And you mess it up for yourself because, let's go back. It's not necessarily you weren't his type. This was what you're not hearing. Your justice is not his type right now. 
because he's in a different season of life i'm yelling because i want this to resonate and so and if it don't resonate with you then you ain't mature enough right now to have this conversation but for those that are sticking with me hallelujah okay if you stay the course of who you are when he gets to his season of life he might come back but the thing is don't be waiting for him okay you don't wait Because everybody experiences life at different times and different seasons and different stages. And if you don't learn nothing else from me, you're going to learn that too. I promise you, you work with me. You're going to be rooted in some principles. I'm going to get this through you. You're going to learn about your values, your standards. <laughs> you're going to learn that life goes through seasons. You're going to learn the stages. We're going to work with you. Okay. I got y'all. But you don't stagnate yourself is what I'm trying to say. Because by the time he catches up to where you are in life, you're probably going to be five, ten stages ahead of him. You are probably going to be two seasons ahead of him because you met him in one season. But life is still going for you. Experiences are happening for you every day. You have to conquer your own life challenges. You got to conquer your own life story. You got to conquer the adversities that come your way every single day. You got to conquer them because guess what? If you don't conquer them, you're going to go back through the same lesson in the next season and the next season and that season. And then you're just going to keep going and it's going to be a hamster wheel ongoing that you never get off. And you don't want to be that person. I'm talking to my ladies right now, but fellas, you can listen to too. If a shoe fits, wear it. Get off the hamster wheel. So I don't know about you, but when these adversities knock at my door i want to conquer them because i don't want to go through that shit again some lessons hurt learn it sometimes we gotta learn stuff the hard way but i'm gonna learn it because i ain't going back through that one again let me keep that one in my rear view mirror uh-huh got that lesson mm-hmm. let me go on to the next one there's another lesson and then there's another lesson and there's going to be another lesson i ain't trying to keep myself back because this one right here ain't there yet if he says that's the season he in, let him stay in that season. If he want to sow his wild oats, let him sow his wild oats. If you know you're looking for monogamy and a committed relationship, you keep moving to monogamy and committed relationship. I know personally for me, myself, that's what I wanted. My next relationship. I want that. I've always wanted that. But I said, okay, I'm more serious about it than I ever, ever have. I kind of just kind of was like, hmm, you know. Mm, we'll see you know like if it comes but i had to do work and i know going into i say it again going into the break season there was extensive work that i did not only that a lot of people met me in that break season you don't know me a lot of people think they know me because they met me in the break you don't know me you haven't seen me you haven't seen me up there's people who do know me who've been through the seasons and they're, they're kind of looking like well tanya we're not used to seeing you like take so much time off and we're not seeing you like this you're right but they know what it is i don't have nothing to prove to nobody else because this is the season that i was in i was in that break season i was in that pruning season i was in this is what it is i knew what my 40s wanted i wanted them to look like i knew what i was going after i knew what my goals are i don't have to share my goals with you but i knew where i was at i am where i'm supposed to be And it's a blessing. And I love it. Because I did the work. 
but I share part of my journey with you to help you to see how life is because women stop comparing yourself. We can say it all day long, but you do it. You, 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 a lot of you post posts and say you don't, and I'm watching you in the post still doing it. You're doing it. Every man is not going to be for you. And, and some of y'all have not got the lesson on even how to <sighs> properly vet, date, all this stuff like that. If you are still in the season of using your body to get any and everything that you want, baby girl, it's time to grow up. Okay. Yes. Your body may be attractive. Yes. You will get men attention from how you look. If you're a gorgeous woman, they're going to look, you're pretty, but they want more. A lot of you have mastered the art of throwing shade, but you can't throw knowledge. I said it. Some of you going to get offended by that. And that's okay. This conversation may not be for you. But then some of it, it is for you. Because maybe you need to hear it. Because no one has told you this. And sometimes you got to check your circles. If you are in a circle of people who just agree with every dumb thing you do. Because all your actions ain't right. You need to reevaluate that. You can't grow there. Some of you girls are still in the habit of just playing mind games all the time. Like, I remember going to grade school, high school, college with the girls who want to lie. Lie, 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 lie. They lie. They, like, if they see another girl and the guy that they're interested in may be interested in another girl. So they're going to sit here and manipulate and lie. First, try to turn everybody against that girl. Because they want to, because you ever seen someone that some people like admire and adore or something like that? And some people are not used to getting that attention or some people need validation because they lack self-love. So I got to get eyes off that person and back on me. So I'm a lie and tell everybody, well, she's trying to be like me. No good and well, that's a doggone lie. And then try to manipulate situations. Be see, she's copying my swag. See, she's copying my style. She's trying to be me. She's trying to be that girl. Ain't thinking about you, but you thinking about her every single minute, every single second, every single day. You in her DMs. You showing up on fake accounts. You doing whatever it is. You got your friends spying on her account so you can try to one up her. So you can try to post before her and do different stupid manipulated tactics to try to make it look like it. And then you lie to everybody. And you're so busy trying to trip over your toes to keep up with your lies just so you can seem to look like superior in the situation meanwhile it's blowing up in your face and if you're still playing tricks like that to get a guy sister you need to grow up you are a grown girl i don't care how old you is you can be 45 42 43 whatever you have not grown Some of you need to go back and fix your foundations. That's why I, I, I stress the point of values. I know at 40, I value certain different things in dating. Like, I, and I list some of that stuff. I'm like, certain things I just don't, I don't value like what certain people do. Some people, it's all about the money. It's all about the this and this thing. Money is important in a relationship. It gives you options and it pays the bills, but... I don't lead with money and money is not. And again, I value money differently than people. Some people like, I just value money. You can't even break that down for yourself. For me, I value more on how you make your money than the fact that you got it. Cause all money ain't legal. Okay. 
I'm not trying to be up in no situation. I want a man who values my safety. I want a man who's not going to put me in a compromising position where the feds are out looking for me because I'm attached to him because of his legal activities. And that's no shade on anybody who do that. Like I said, we all in different seasons. If that's the season you in being that season, that's not the season I'm in. That's not what I value. So we would be a mismatch. A lot of people stay in situations longer than they have to because we don't look at value structure. If you just get, if you start asking the right questions immediately, you will learn. A lot of y'all are good at reels, but I don't see no knowledge. That's when I'm going back to shade now. We could throw shade all day. You didn't master the art of throwing shade, but I mean, what else can you bring to the table? We see you pretty. We see you cute. What else do you got? But you worrying about what somebody else doing. A lot of people have worried about what I'm doing. And it's like, God got this. We good. I know where I'm at. I don't have to put on the show for you. You waiting back, waiting for somebody to entertain you. Maybe I'm focused on my own goals. I have my own values. I have my own standards. You might need to figure out what yours are. Some of you can't even post a post until somebody else posts. You're morally wired to to one up. I don't say bad way. T post. Well, let me see how I can recreate this post and do a one up. If I could, I would clap right now, actually. Girl, you get the round of applause from me. You get the award for being able to sit back, watch what I do, and remix what I do to try to one-up me. I wore orange today. You trying to wear it better? Okay, girl. Is that what you want? I don't know. But I'm just doing me. I know my color palette. I know it. I don't sit back sitting here like, girl, what's such and such doing today? I don't care. I got goals and on my own to achieve and knock out. I don't want what's for somebody anyway. I want what's mine. But we're not going to go there. But I'm going to close this podcast out. But the biggest takeaway I want you to take away is value. Values is why we are where we are now. Some of you really need to restructure your value structure. Some of you don't even have values at all. Some of you never even been asked, what are your values? You don't know. It shows. Some of you ought to be happy when if a guy tell you I'm not interested in you, you your values, you, that's why you got to know what you value and what you want. You, If you knew what you value, you probably wouldn't be going for the guy anyway. You were like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But not only that, like I said, 
it's going to take some training to understand it. But understand that when we are in different seasons of life, our values are going to be different. The guys I dated in my 20s, I would never date in my 40s, okay? It's what it is. The guys that might have got my interest <laughs> in my 30s, they probably gave my interest in my 40s. Value structure is so different. So men too, when men, when you are in your like 40s and 50s and you're dating girls in like their 20s and say like that, you got to remember their values are different. Now, some, some people are more mature, like everybody, it's not about maturity thing really, but everybody is in different seasons. It's more to it than, yeah, she's a pretty girl. And I think a lot of it, we go off of looks and stuff like that, because that's the first thing we see in a person is looks, honestly, but she might be. It depends. She could be in a career-driven season or she could not even know what she wants. She'd probably be just trying. Most girls in their 20s are really still trying to figure themselves out, honestly. Not all. You do have some who know. And then even if they think they know, when they turn 30 or in their 40s, hello to my women in your 30s and 40s. Y'all know what it is. That could change too. Because you thought what you thought you want when you really start to learn yourself is differently. It's different, I mean. So that, that can really change. We don't ask the questions that need to be asked up front. And then we get mad at the other party and say like, well, I was ready to this and I was ready to that and then we're ready and, and this and that. They're in a different season from you. You might be ready to settle down, but that person may not be. I'm, I can only speak for myself. I'm ready for stuff like that. But another guy might be dating another girl. She might not be. You can't assume that stuff either. You got to ask that stuff. She might want a committed relationship, but don't mean she may be ready for the, something else. You, you got to talk to them, y'all. But I'm in it here for it. Cut me off. And I will see y'all in the next episode. You can find me on my social media pages at at, at her best style or at the underscore lady L underscore experience. The lady L experience. Okay. And I will see you guys in the next podcast. Yay for my voice working it out with me. I'm still a little groggy, but I think we got the message out. And I will see y'all. Bye.